We've got movement on the Cardinals coaching staff. We'll check in on the prospects in the Arizona Fall League, one of which just won a Player of the Week award. Happening on today's episode of Locked On Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Hafford, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I am your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, covering your team every day. Be sure to follow me on Twitter at J.D. Sports Radio, or you can also follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals, or do both, which is probably the smart thing to do, because... Uh, why wouldn't you want to follow both of us? I want to thank those of you who make Locked on Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcast, on YouTube. Make sure you like, subscribe, and comment so you can interact with us. Hit that notification button so you know when the new videos get posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. So I mentioned that we've got some movement on the Cardinals coaching staff. And no, nobody was fired. Jeff Albert still has a job for all of you who want him fired. Skip Schumacher, however, has a new job. Skip Schumacher, congratulations, Bob. Named the 16th manager in Marlins history today. He'll be succeeding Don Mattingly, who was the club's longest tenured and winningest skipper. Schumacher played uh, 11 major league seasons. With the Cardinals, the Dodgers, and the Reds between 2005 and 2015, he was on the World Series winning Cardinal clubs in 2006 and 11. He played for Mattingly's Dodgers in 2013, helping the club win the National League West and reach the NL Championship Series. He was also a two-time nominee for the Marvin Miller Man of the Year Award, which is given to a player who exhibits inspirational leadership on the field and in the community. In 2009, he received the Daryl Kyle Award, presented annually to the Cardinals and Astros player who best exemplifies Kyle's traits of a good teammate, a great friend, a fine father, and a humble man. The winner is determined by each local chapter of the Baseball Writers Association of America. Bottom line, people like Skip Schumacher. They always have. Even as a player and then as a coach, Cardinal fans have always endeared themselves to Skip Schumacher. Probably has something to do with uh, not only the cool name, because his name is Skip, but also the fact that uh, he was one of those guys who never had all the talent in the world. You know, not a big guy, doesn't hit a lot of home runs, not a super strong arm, kind of like a Rudy type of player out there. He just gave effort, maximum effort all the time. And uh, that's why you loved him. You loved the way that he hustled and how he played the game. Following his playing career, he's been a fast riser in the front office and coaching ranks. He served as an assistant to baseball operations and player development for the Padres from uh, 2016 to 2017. Then he joined the field staff as the first base coach and then the associate manager. 42 years old now, he rejoined the Cardinals as the bench coach last season, serving as the right-hand man for rookie manager Oliver Marmel. Uh, he follows David Bell, who's now the manager in Cincinnati, Mike Schilt, and uh, Ollie to go from the Cardinals bench coach to a job as the manager soon after. Now, according to reports, other finalists for the managerial position included uh, the Astros bench coach, Joe Espada, Rays bench coach, bench coach uh, Matt Quattraro, or Quattraro, 
I don't know who he is. <laughs> and Yankees third base outfield coach Luis Rojas. Um, you can count former Cardinal Sandy Alcantara and uh, second baseman Jazz Chisholm as fans of the mood. Both posted on their Twitter pages about it. Alcantara, who was a front runner for the NL Cy Young Award this year, put a green check mark up, and uh, Jazz put exclamation points on his post. So they both approve of uh, Skip taking over things. So who will be, as far as the Cardinals go, though, who will be the new right-hand man for Ollie now? And I'm sure people would think it's neat. Now you could count me in as one of those guys you think would be neat if it was like Yachty or Albert or if Wayne retires, he became the bench coach. That would be fun, but that's probably more of a, a fairy tale type of idea. Uh, the Cardinals will have a, an opening, at least at bench coach, as they sort through the coaching staff in Marmel's second year at the helm. Uh, first base coach, Stubby Clapp possibility would be an internal candidate for the position uh AAA Memphis manager Ben Johnson highly regarded within the organization for the work he's done preparing players for St. Louis how about Matt Holiday Matt Holiday a name that people have brought up inducted this past season into the team's hall of fame is close with Marmel and has uh, been approached in the past by the Cardinals about having a role with the team uh, out of those three choices if you had to decide one of them, you had to pick one of them, who would you guys like to see as the new bench coach? Leave your picks or any other possibilities, any other names you would like to see. Uh, join the staff in the comments below on YouTube. You can also tweet them at me if you want to. Uh, Holiday seems destined for a coaching job or some sort of coaching role. At, uh, at some point after helping his brother at Oklahoma State, he was the uh, outfield and hitting coach, like an assistant in that uh aspect with his brother this past year did a lot of interviews this year with his son getting taken number one overall and did a lot of talking about stuff uh that had to do with coaching and he sounded good sounds like he's got the demeanor of a, a solid coach doesn't get too worked up over things but at the same time you know he's not screwing around he takes it very seriously i'm sure fans would love to see him back in uniform but is he ready for a commitment like that you know a full major league season that's tough that's tough so We'll have to wait and see what happens. But uh, congratulations to Skip, who ironically takes the job and will now be at Jupiter <laughs> with the team in spring training again. He's just going to be on the other side because, as you might not be aware, uh, the Florida Marlins and the and the Cardinals share the Roger Dean Stadium complex in Jupiter. So might be a little awkward for him uh, this first spring. But, you know, he, he's worked his tail off to get to this uh, point, and he's uh, – players type of coach you know he's a former player and he gets what they're trying to do and there's talent on the marlins the miami marlins have some talent so maybe skip is the guy that can um you know take them to that next level with those young guys uh we're going to be taking a peek of speaking of young guys at the arizona fall league next year on locked on cardinals because some good things happening with the cardinals prospects in the arizona fall league now, betonline.net, something I want to talk about right now because uh, they are, if you were unaware, the number one source for betting football and the start of the new basketball season. How about, speaking of NBA season, so I do uh, NBA fantasy basketball, so I get into the NBA season, even though you know we don't have a team in St. Louis, I understand that, but it's still fun. It's still fun to be involved. How about Portland? jumping out to a 4-0 start this season, or the Lakers, who are 0-3 right now. I mean, what happened to the Lakers, man? I got a few friends that are Lakers fans, and they're just like, sucks, man. <laughs> I, can't, I don't understand it. We've got studs on this team, and we can't win. 
But um, NBA knowledge, you got it for you at betonline.net. Find all the latest player developments, team matchups, news podcasts, and in-depth analysis on every game. And as always, BetOnline remains your continued source for all your sports wagering information with live betting and up-to-the-minute scores for every sport out there. The fastest, the easiest way to check in on all your favorite games and events, including Major League Baseball, MMA, Boxing, and Golf. Thursday Night Football, you've got the Ravens at the Bucks coming up in a couple days. And, uh, man, Tom Brady and company. That, that offense looks lost, just like my Packers offense. My Green Bay Packers look terrible as well. And um, it wasn't just the offense for the Bucks either. Their defense looked pretty suspect this past week. They lose to P.J. Walker and the Panthers, who just traded Christian McCaffrey, got rid of Robbie Anderson as well. And they put a hurting on the Bucs, man. They made them look bad. So can they turn it around on Thursday night at home against Lamar Jackson and company? We shall see if you want to put some money on that one make that game even more interesting and more fun, be sure to do it. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. Bet online where the game starts. Once again, I want to thank you guys for making Locked on Cardinals your first listen today. For your second listen, be sure to check out Locked on Sports today. From the games that matter the most to the biggest stories in sports, go beyond the scoreboard and behind the scenes with local experts and insights only Locked on can provide. Locked on Sports today, available on this app, YouTube, and wherever you get your podcasts. So the Cardinals are well-represented in the Arizona Fall League this year. Top prospect Jordan Walker, number two prospect shortstop Mason Wynn. Although they have him listed as a second baseman, I don't get to watch the games. I'm guessing he's playing second base, which, okay. Uh, Number six prospect, Tink Kentz. But one guy who's really turning heads outside of those three is number 24 prospect in the Cardinals organization, pitcher Connor Thomas. Now, the Cardinals 24-year-old left-hander, Spent the season at Memphis this year. Just got named the NFP Pitcher of the Week. Last week, he struck out 10 batters and four innings of work for Salt River, becoming just the sixth AFL pitcher to reach double-digit punch-outs since game records became available in 2005. So that's saying something. And that's not all he's done. Last night, Thomas took a perfect game into the fifth inning and amassed seven strikeouts in Salt River's loss, allowing one run on two hits with no walks. He set down the first 14 batters he faced in order and didn't allow a single ball to leave the infield, inducing either a ground out or a strikeout on every single batter. He surrendered a two-out double and a single that knotted up the score, but bounced back with a three-pitch strikeout to end his outing. He now owns a 1.53 ERA with a league-best 24 punch-outs. Good stuff. Now, here's the thing about Connor Thomas, not typically known as a strikeout pitcher. He's hit 10 or more strikeouts just twice, In 69 minor league games, he throws a uh, three-pitch mix of sinker, slider, and cutter. And when talking about his recent success, Connor said this, On my good days, the cutter is more horizontal, moving side to side, and my slider has a lot of depth to it. They kind of play off each other because it leaves the hitter guessing when I'm throwing both for strikes. Thomas is a fifth-round 2019 draft pick out of Georgia Tech, only five feet, uh, I think, 11, so not a big guy. Went 1-0 with a 1.42 ERA, 17 strikeouts, and four walks in 12 and two-thirds innings across three starts with the Rafters before last night's game, which was a uh, a far cry from his stats at Memphis this past year where he was 6-12 and in the area of 5.47. Uh, one thing that he thinks has led to the improvement has been the cutter saying, I found that hitters were staying on my two-seam and slider pretty well this year. When I started throwing the cutter, I started getting a lot more soft contact. 
that was the main goal of coming here to develop that more. And I feel like I'm back to where I need to be for sure. Now his fastball rests between 87 and 90, which obviously is not an overpowering fastball by any means. But if you can mix pitch as well and keep hitters off balance, you don't have to throw heat. You don't have to do that to get people out. Also working on a changeup apparently, but it's been inconsistent. If the cutter is the work on pitch while they're in the Arizona Fall League, the changeup is the one that he's going to be working on after the Fall League is over. Thomas talked about that as well, saying it was the pitch I had the most trouble with throwing for strikes this year. I'm going to go into the offseason working on that pitch and hopefully have a five-pitch mix come spring training. He's got goals, man. Five-pitch mix, nice. If you can have that, throw it off for strikes, keep people off balance, why not? I can never have enough left-handed pitchers, can you? So here's the hoping he continues to improve. Speaking of improving, Jordan Walker. It's not got a lot of ceiling to improve on because he's already a, a stud and waiting. But uh, we're going to talk about how he's doing in the Arizona Fall League next on Locked on Cardinals. So Stephanie Sheehan on MLB.com did a little write-up about the Cardinals' top prospect, Jordan Walker, who continues to impress at every ballpark that he hits in. Here's what she wrote. She says, uh, Walker continues to swing the bat well in the fall, clubbing his third homer of the circuit for the Raptors in their 3-1 to loss to Mesa on Monday. After three scoreless frames, the outfielder worked a seven-pitch at bat and won the battle with a long solo shot to dead center field to break the tie. The 20-year-old is batting 283 with an 895 OPS and 10 RBIs across 13 games. Uh, when talking about hitting the ball to all fields and the uh, pitching in the league, Walker added this to the story. What I've noticed in the AFL is that these pitchers are working on their stuff. These guys are really good. They're showing off their off speed, so I have to change my approach. Anything hard, I'm trying to take it the other way. Anything soft, I want to try to see it and drive it left center gap or up the middle. And that's awesome to hear, you know, especially at 20 years old when most guys just want to pull the ball, hit it as hard as they can and hit it over the wall. You know, that's what that's what you're trying to do. You know, you're trying to yank it down the line or something. He's not doing that. He's already thinking about moving it to other parts of the field, depending on how he's getting pitched. And it's not just his bat that's getting noticed. That's the other thing. Jesse Bork on MLB.com pointed out his other skills are also raising some eyebrows, too. There was a throw on October 10th that registered at 99.5 miles per hour, which would have set the St. Louis franchise high for a throw from a fielder dating back to at least 2015. There's been sprint speed, which has ramped up into the territory of being judged elite when Walker has taken off down the first baseline. And, of course, there's been the power with 434 and 423-foot home runs under his belt so far in the fall. Uh, the four hardest-hit baseballs recorded during the fall league that have fallen for a hit all belong to Jordan Walker, including one that he hit 110.9 miles per hour on Thursday that uh, was a single. Now, when asked about hitting the ball hard, Walker added, I feel like I've gotten some hits that I've hit pretty hard. I feel like people see that it's there, and I'm just going to focus on hitting the ball hard. It's definitely fun. I like to hear that. <laughs> He's having a good time with it all. Uh, Mason Wynn, who is uh, also doing well in the Arizona Fall League, number two prospect. They have him listed as a, uh, a shortstop, obviously, for the Cardinals, but they have him under the second base stats when you go to the uh, AFL stats. So, I guess he's hitting some, uh, playing some second base as well. 306, one home run, five RBIs, seven runs scored. Good sign here. He's walked 12 times, 12 times, which is second in the league 
and he is six for seven in stolen base attempts, which is tied for third most. Now, we know when the Cardinals do have speed on their roster, they like to use it. Tommy Edmond, over 30 stolen bases. Tyler O'Neill, even though he was hurt this year, had, uh, I think it was 15 stolen bases. Bader, when he was on the team, they they ran him a lot. Um, his speed, obviously, is going to be an asset when or if he gets to the major league level at some point. Uh, pitcher Team Kent has appeared in five games, throwing four and a third innings with an ERA of 2.08. Four strikeouts, only one walk, which is great. The boys are doing good. Connor Thomas, Jordan Walker, Mason Wynn, Team Kent's. People like what they're seeing from the Cardinals. And um, here's another thing that you got to remember. Connor Thomas, as I mentioned, uh, 24 years old. So, you know, his time of trying to get up to the major leagues, it's going to be like they're going to want to bring him up soon. You know, 24 is not young for a prospect. But Walker, Wynn, and Hintz, they're all just 20 years old, man. They can't even legally have a beer after the game yet or a glass of wine with dinner. They're just kids, and they look to be on the fast track to the major leagues. In fact, some think that Walker could push for a spot on the roster next year if he has a good spring training. And we all know that the Cardinals are in the market for a shortstop right now. And when 20 years old, but has really showed off the skills this past season, not only being able to run, but uh, he's obviously got a cannon for an arm. We all know about that. But um the power that he showed at AAA Memphis was something that was a little bit surprising. And, um, you know, he's one of those guys. He, he reminds me a lot, like, with his numbers and stuff, of what Tommy Edmond has done. Um, I Would it be nice to have two of those on your team? Absolutely. Um, but as far as the shortstop position goes, I was also reading an article today that was talking about trade prospects for for teams like who would get moved and whatnot and um they were talking about paul DeYoung and one and they said that the cardinals are one of the teams expected to make major offers for a few of the top available shortstops talking about carlos correa dansby swanson and trey turner and he said that and whoever wrote it said everyone knows it so that they will be trying to trade paul DeYoung to anyone who will take him despite there not being much of a market for him at all so maybe the team doesn't feel when is ready to contribute at the major league level yet. And maybe they just want to sign somebody who's a veteran there. It's a possibility. You know, if the money doesn't go to pitching or catcher shortstop, obviously is the next spot that it would uh, make sense to put it at. Uh, the Braves didn't really mind bringing up young guys this year. They had Vaughn Grissom and uh, Michael Harris jr. On the team this year, both of those guys at 21 years of age. Maybe the Cardinals should take off the kitty gloves and let guys like Walker and Mason win come up to the major leagues and show what they got. Maybe they're being a little too cautious waiting on these kids. I, I don't know. I just think you should always put the best team you can on the field, you know, and if Mason Wynn is the best shortstop you got and you want to keep Edmund at second and use Gorman in a DH type of situation and they also play some second and third, then do it. Go for it. If Walker deserves a spot on this roster after spring training, if he's one of your top hitters that can also play outfield, put him on the team. Like, let's win. Let's win ball games. You know? We don't we don't get anything if Memphis wins stuff next year, you know? Cardinals need to win. So we'll see what happens. Thanks for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen today. For your next listen, punch it on over to the Locked On Sports Today podcast. The biggest stories of the day, plus instant reactions, big game recaps, and 
the take of the day. NFL, NHL, NBA, Major League Baseball. It's all under one roof at Locked On Sports today. Available on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. As always, be sure to like and subscribe on YouTube. Follow on Twitter, LO underscore Cardinals. And you can follow me personally at JD Sports Radio. You're the best fans in baseball for a reason. I'll see you next time on Locked On Cardinals. 